The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Richard R. Baker is an acclaimed American author celebrated for his best-selling literary fiction and psychological thrillers. With a wealth of experience spanning journalism, advertising and academia, Richard's multifaceted career is a testament to his dedication to storytelling and his dynamic engagement in diverse fields. And he's on the line with us here to talk about his debut novel, the Third Wheel. How are you today? Hey, great, Toby. Thanks for having me on. So this debut novel is, of course, called Third Wheel. So can you just give us a brief overview about what the book is all about and what inspired you to write it? Sure. Well, Third Wheel uh, is actually takes place in Las Vegas in 1982. It's a story about um, a 14-year-old boy named Brady Wilkes, and he's a transplant from the Midwest. So he grew up in Cleveland, and he sort of navigates life in, the, in Las Vegas, when it when really it was still kind of a mob town um in fact the book place takes place in the summer of 1982 and it might be interesting to note that um lefty rosenthal's car exploded in in the fall of 1982 so the the book Mm. happens just before that um it's really a story about uh brady trying to fit in with a group of kids um he has a best friend who lives next door they hang out together. They do a lot of things together. Uh, they had a, an extra, another friend that hung out with them, but he left. And then when he leaves, um, um, Brady's friend Mick invites another kid named Alex to join them. And Alex tends to, he's actually a drug dealer. So he starts steering the group away from, you know, fun times, like just, you know, maybe stealing a little bit of alcohol from the liquor cabinet and maybe uh, playing Dungeons and Dragons or, or regular childhood games and tries to move them into doing a, a cartel, a cartel supply drug deal of a, a lifetime where they could all make a lot of money and that's kind of like the impetus of the story and at the same time there's you know a lot of subplots go through it um that's the that's kind of where where the story is so in terms of the inspiration for it um the book sort of kind of chose me so my first book was called 50 states and it was a collection of short stories and i wrote one story for each state in the united states um and then i followed that up with another book called 10 threads and it was just 10 stories but one of them one of those stories in 10 threads was called third wheel and once i wrote that story i knew immediately that i 
I had to continue on and and make this story that that story the first chapter of this book and then kind of like go through it. It just sort of you know reached to me and um, kind of touched me in a way that none none of the other stories were. How did the whole fifty states idea actually work? Did you have to write quite a lot of stories? Oh yeah. Um, so the fifty states book, yeah, there were actually fifty short stories, and one takes place in each of the United States uh, uh, states. Yeah. So and and the way that came about was um, I so I've been doing commercial writing and uh, advertising, marketing, things like that for over thirty years, and I, I at the same time I, I wanted to really start working on literary fiction. And being such a deadline oriented person, um, the only way I could really tell myself to do it was to create deadlines. So what I did is I started writing it was a it was just 50 states started as a project and my my goal was to write one story a week for 50 weeks and then I would share those stories on Facebook as I produced them so it kind of created this deadline for me and so I just kept going you know and, and people started liking it and people started following my page uh and then after a while the 50 states idea where one story would be in each state kind of came out of that um and I decided to publish it as a book and that's how that started and this book third wheel is of course set in Nevada Las Vegas mm-hmm. and it has themes of belonging and betrayal and I understand those themes and the experiences of the protagonist Brady Wilkes actually resonate with you you know all my stories um I no matter what story I'm writing I tend to draw like little bits of life experience uh but Brady Wilkes is kind of an ex- like even closer to me in the sense that I mean we're different people because this is a work of fiction but at the same time uh if you were to take my framework of where I started and the framework of Brady where he starts uh in terms of the book um you it, it's it's very similar mm-hmm. um, so like Brady I also moved to Las Vegas in in the 19 uh, in, in actually in the late so the time there's a time difference but in the late 70s uh, early 80s um, I actually was born in Milwaukee I was raised by grandparents just like Brady was and then um, my grandmother uh, she was uh, um, suffering from cancer uh, the whole time she was raising me and so when she was when everybody was certain she was going to die there was a big conversation of what are we going to do about rich where is rich going to live and who's he going to go with so ultimately the family the larger group of the family decided that i should be reunited with my mother and i i moved um first to minnesota and then to um and then the family moved to las vegas so it was my mother uh my half sister and um uh, the the person that I, he didn't adopt me but he became in fact i dedicated the book to him uh he became my stepfather so there's all those things with um uh, brady i really connect with and I, when i came out here being from milwaukee in the midwest uh you come to las vegas and it's a very different environment. And I think like all kids, when they move someplace, uh, they they tend, the, the first stop a lot of times um, is they, they hang out with a couple of kids that some people might consider nerds or socially unacceptable. Um, but they're but they're very welcoming because they're always looking for friends. Uh, and then you kind of drift to a different crowd if you're better suited for that kind of crowd. And, and in my case, and in the same with Brady's case, we kind of gravitated toward um, you get tired of being picked on when you're with these kids who aren't as socially acceptable. So you so in my case, in his case. Uh, we both drifted to a to a tougher crowd. Why do you think some kids maybe struggle with moving around? Yeah, I think what um, in terms of in terms of in my case, I think part of it was um, my mother had me when she was seventeen, so they were very young parents, right? And and this is what I wanted to portray in the story a little bit was um, so you have these young parents. There's only a seventeen year age difference, which uh, as you get older, of course, that that almost evaporates, right? Yeah. Um, so she they didn't know how to raise uh, a kid. 
who who was the age I was. And as a result, and plus their own lifestyle, moving to Las Vegas, there's a lot of excitement. Um, they they were definitely part of the Las Vegas scene. They like to go to parties and do things like that. And um, that kind of creates a, a sort of a lack of structure in a child's life. And if children don't have structure, and I believe that they all children crave structure, um, if they don't have structure, they tend to look for it other places. And in some cases, in some cities, uh, it might be um, being picked up by gangs or it might be picked up with a certain party party kind of element, or it could be falling into groups with, with drugs. And part of it is, is too, is you get that social acceptance is very easy. Social acceptance, like if, if you want to be accepted, it's a really low bar for some of these groups because all you have to do is pass around a, a beer bottle or a, a bottle of whiskey, take a swig and, oh, you're one of us now. And that, that's a low bar. Where some of the other groups, which we look at as more, um, like the, some of the more popular groups or, or they're viewed as more popular, uh, generally those are all tied to like skill sets, right? So if you play football, you might hang out with football players or, or your, uh, your, for you to it might be rugby right um <laughs> maybe <laughs> yeah uh so you um you kind of gravitate to the people you know to to those kind of social structures but when you don't have any of that when you come into a new town and you you can't find that niche then you know your only out courses is you either falling with the kids who are a little bit picked on um unfairly millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Or you fall in with the kids that are a little bit tougher and rougher around the edges. And drug involvement is something that you portray within the book. Yeah. So how do you navigate addressing those themes authentically while maintaining the focus on the character's personal growth? Right, that's a really good question. Um, so actually one of the reviewers had pointed out uh, when they were doing the review of the book is that they, they felt like some of the, the drug scenes, I didn't I didn't like turn them into um, glorifying drugs in any way. 
way, but I treated it more like um, almost documentary uh, to kind of keep it on the sidelines because the drugs are there and that's part of the plot line for some characters. It's not Brady's plot line. So Brady's plot line is very clearly that he wants to belong. Um, the, the challenge he has as a kid is that, in, in fact, he's kind of unique to most characters, is that Brady can, he never gets what he, he can never seem to get what he wants. He can only get the things he doesn't want. So the offers that he gets are not the offers that he really wants. And he just wants to belong and he wants to be loved. He doesn't have that home. Uh, he doesn't even really even have it with this group of kids. Uh, so that's really the biggest, bigger arc. And the drug deal, when you think about it, like if we separated Alex, the drug dealer out, the the, the drug deal is really his plot line. It's his um, intention. It's his desire. And then everybody else gets kind of sucked into that. But Brady actually has a separate one where it's really about that belonging and, and betrayal. It is a coming of age book, of course, but mm-hmm. I take it it's not all dark. There are some light <laughs> parts in the book. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, so one of the bigger, uh, one of the biggest subplots in the in the book is that uh, Brady, um, even though he's fourteen, he he does at a party meet a girl who's eighteen, uh, and there is sort of a it's kind of a taboo love relationship that they that they develop, um, and she's not really certain about it. And on the front end, she doesn't know his age because even though he's only fourteen, he's taller and he's hanging out with kids who are sixteen and eighteen years old. So she assumes you know he's just one of them. Yeah. Uh, but later, because of some of the things he does and some of the decisions he makes, you know, she can, it kind of comes out that he's you know he's a lot younger and that creates a lot of friction in the story but there's a lot of lighter parts um like one of my one of my favorites to write um in terms of the lighter parts was you know brady goes over to her house after they had met and he goes over to her house just to wash their car and there's that moment when you have two kids in in the 1980s out in the las vegas you know summer uh, just washing and waxing a car and hosing it off. And that's that's something you don't see as much, you know, anymore today, especially in Las Vegas, because we have droughts. So you're supposed to use yeah. uh, special car washes and whatnot. But but it was a real interesting moment. So they play around and they get into a water fight and they, you know, roll around on the ground. And it's just that one of those tender scenes where you say, wow, these two, you know, even though there's this lie that's in, in the middle of them, they could really hit it off otherwise. That's quite an interesting thought. Yeah. Now, the early reviews for the book are looking great you've got lots of five star ones so how does it feel to have so many positive reviews out there <laughs> yeah it's it's actually really exciting um because you never know as yeah as a um author what's going to happen um in fact this is kind of a funny story so one of the first ones and this this will kind of roll into it really well um uh, yeah. i was actually traveling with my daughter she's a she's a, a travel softball player and so we were um, in california at, a, at tournaments and after one of the tournament games we went to balboa beach and we're sitting on this beach um just having lunch and all of a sudden i get the the notification on my phone and it was really hard to open that i got one of my very first reviews which was from kirkus reviews and that's a pretty prominent reviewer that's one you want a, a yeah. positive review and uh at this so I, I was really struggling to get it open and at the same time this this dead seagull washes up on the shore oh, i'm like no. well that's not really a good good taboo right, there, <laughs> yeah. right that's not that's not what you want to see when you're trying to you know look at your review so i was like yeah. kind of like really nervous and then um it, it came up and uh you know it was it was actually a great review um they had said it was it was a darkful dark and skillful teenage crime novel with plenty of heart and um and it, it wasn't the first one but that one was like really important and then some of the other ones it just feels really good um like i don't need affirmation as an author but at the same time I, i'd be lying to say if when people say things like your your book is brilliant and mind-blowing a, a debut novel it, it does make you feel good and you know 50 states was reviewed really well and got a lot of five-star reviews and, and some uh, some four-star reviews but so 
far, the early reviews on this book have been like way over and above anything that I could have expected. Yes. Well, if there was one message, thought or feeling or whatever, that you'd want people to be left with once they've read Third Wheel, what do you think it would be? Probably the most important message, and, and some people might not understand it right away. Uh, and uh, Now, keep in mind, I mean, this is a novel, so it's fiction. I want people to be entertained. Uh, but if there is a takeaway, it I think it's that, you know, it's it's never too late uh, until it's too late. And what I mean by that is it's not too late to make a change in your life if you're kind of going in the wrong direction. There comes a point when, yes, it is too late to change your life because, you know, if you, um, if uh, like uh, there's a couple characters who have some catastrophic moments and you can't recover from those. But in Brady's case, I mean, there comes a point where you feel like he's way too far down and he's going to have to make a choice of whether or not he can become a maybe a better person and make better decisions. And that's that's the transformation of this character. Um, whether he does or not, you'll have to find out by reading the book. But yeah. I think that that's the message to come out of it is it doesn't matter how bad things are in your life right now, you can go ahead and turn them around. And that was actually a lesson that I learned in my own life because I, I had a pretty rough, rough start. And then I went on to become someone who most people would identify as successful. I'm just happy to be a person, but <laughs> I have a lot of accolades that I've picked up along the ways and, and feel pretty good about, you know, where, how I turn things around. Yeah. Well, do you have any upcoming projects that you're excited to work on in terms of books? Yeah, I've got two things actually going on right now. Um, one of which is uh, Third Wheel um, is going to become an audiobook. Um, I, 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 yeah, it, it is going to become an audiobook. It's going to be um, narrated by the by a four-time Emmy award-winning voice actor. Uh, who actually also narrated um, 50 States. So I'm really excited about that. And we've been working on that. I've been listening to the tracks and they sound really good. He is very talented and very versatile voice. And then at the same time, although right now kind of doing interviews and whatnot, talking about Third Wheel has been the biggest uh, thing I've been working on. I am starting my next novel. Um, it's not going to be, I'm going to take a break from Brady. His story is not 100% done, but I'm going to take a, a break from Brady Wilkes and I'm going to um, continue to write um, a psychological thriller. I've been working on it. it takes place in Maine. It's got some different characters in it. And actually, if, if people wanted to see a preview of that, if they read um, the main chapter um, in 50 states, that they would actually see the, the very beginnings of that novel right there um, on the page. And actually, I continued it in 10 threads, too. So there's almost two, in a sense, two chapters done. Uh, but I already have a plot outline. I know exactly where it's going. And I think it's going to really surprise people. Um, it's a little bit different kind of cut from a coming of age novel. But uh, I think it'll surprise people because there's this is one of those books that will definitely have some twists and turns. And at the same time, it's still kind of couched in literary fiction um, so I can work on like bigger um, plots. So a lot of times literary fiction is a little, not, I don't want to say highbrow, but it's a little, there's something else in it to, to give it a lift um, uh, beyond just psychological thriller. So it's not just a thriller. It'll also talk about how we perceive um, different people at different stages in their life. Like let's say, you know, when we were all in high school uh, growing up, we have certain perceptions of how people are and then we meet them 10 years later and those perceptions may or may not still be valid. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, where are we able to find this debut novel, Third Wheel? Well, Third Wheel, you can find anywhere books are sold. Um, probably the, the the biggest place people pick up Third Wheel is going to be on Amazon. So if you typed in Third Wheel in Becker, uh, it'll pop up very easily. Uh, you can find it um, by, vis by doing a search on me, Richard R. Becker, uh, with Third Wheel on Google, and lots of things should come up. 
Um, in fact, I know they will. Uh, and then, of course, you can also visit. Um, I do have a, a blog. It was originally my communication marketing blog, uh, but I've kind of I'm starting to write more about fiction there. And that's uh, richardrbecker.com. Excellent. Well, many thanks for talking to us today. It's been great having you here. Great. Thanks so much, Toby. I really appreciate it. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribbon Show.